I have told Chris, I'm going to go to bed. I don't want to watch this game because I already know how it's going to end. And the Chargers are going to just find their way to fuck this game up. I, I stopped that- paying attention when the Chargers were down 15. I was like, yeah, this is over. I didn't think it was over. I just, I thought that, that it's just, they'll find a way to lose. That's just the identity that the Chargers have created for themselves. And that's just the honest truth about it. And then I, I, you know, obviously I kept looking on my phone and I saw like, shit, they tied. Unbelievable. Overtime. And then boom, the Raiders lost. And I'm like, and then I woke up this morning and I did my research, blah, blah, blah. I was talking to people. And basically, Raiders had the ball, they scored a field goal. Chargers had the ball, they scored a field goal. Then Raiders had the ball. And the Raiders, obviously the clock is running out and the Raiders are like, fuck it. We don't want, we don't want to give them the ball back. Yeah, because it was a lot. They weren't, it, they weren't right there. It was, no, they weren't, was kind of long. Were not, they, they were, were near not, midfield. Yes. And it was like the two minute, they, they, they were out of the two minute warning, whatever. There's a few seconds left. They were like, fuck it. What we're going to do is just run the clock out and, the game's going to be tied and that's it. We all go to the playoffs, but because they stopped because the chargers, the coach called timeout, stop the clock. You're like, wait a minute. Now you're giving us more time to move the ball down the field. Exactly. And the, and the Raiders car car said it like with the coach, like, Hey, we have time now. We have time to, to move the ball in the field and score and kick, kick the field goal. And the coach said, sure, let's do it. And it's it, and and it was like every, every I, I was talking to people and they were like it was the best game ever and I'm like how how was it the best game ever the Chargers shot themselves in the foot as they always do they find a way to lose you know why because they're fucking losers losers find ways to lose you know who who's another team that's a fucking loser Wentz Jonathan Taylor <laughs> Pittman Jr. all of you fuckers are all fucking losers. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to be disrespectful to you guys. You guys, you guys, I guarantee you guys didn't practice like I should have because you guys were playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys slacked off. And you know what? T-Law and that sorry-ass team went in there and they said, you know what? We're going to walk out of here with a win or we're going to walk out of here dead. And they, they oh. did it. They did it. <laughs> it was just, fl- I thought I saw the sloppiest football I've ever seen in that game. And I I saw the Chargers be the Chargers in the worst way possible because it's not not, not no knock on Big Herb or any of or Eckler or any of the receivers or even the defense from them. It's 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 just who they are. It's it's the, the coach. They've you always know, been like that. They when no, no. when when it was Philip Rivers and Ladanian Tomlinson, they they choked. It was fourth and one in your They've own always choked. Them. Fourth and one in your own red zone, and your coach says go for it, and it's like nothing. Nobody, nobody on the sideline looks at him and be like, "Hey, coach, this is a do or die game. Let's give them the long field. This game is still early. We're still in reach to tie." And mind you, had they punted the ball, I guarantee you the Raiders probably would not have kicked that field goal, and the Chargers would have won in in regulation. But no, the coach says, "Fuck it. It's fourth and one in our own red zone." Let's go for it because it's worked for us all year. It has though. Like they've been, they've been good on fourth down. So when we were talking about it earlier, that, that was just my point. You know, like if you're really good at, you know, throwing the ball deep, then 
I, I understand you throwing the ball deep. You, you get me? Like, I, I understand not trying to be different when you get to a, uh, you know, when you get to an important game. So I, I understand the thinking. Now, obviously, it did not work. Everything you said was true about you know, earlier when we were talking about it, which is like this, the situation, right? The, you have to do what the situation calls for. If it doesn't, if you're not running the ball well that day, then maybe that isn't the day you run for. You don't that you don't run on it. You don't exactly. run it on fourth and one. Exactly. You, you get me. Eckler has six, a total of sixty-four whopping yards. Sixty-four yards. Yeah. So that that's that's all I was saying earlier. That I get. I get why they were going for it. They've been doing it. They've been good at it. It didn't work out yesterday, but. You know, with that being said, it kind of it set the playoffs uh, matchups now, right? So the one seeds in both sides are the the Packers and the Titans. How the fuck the Titans pulled this shit off without Derrick Henry for half the year? It's a testament to how sorry uh, the AFC is. I was about to say it's a testament to how bad the AFC was because. And you know, you know, you guys know I'm I'm not I try to be the one that gives credit, right? But we were all watching because the Titans they won their games, but they were not convincing. They did not play well. Like in a lot of these games, they won, but I mean they but they won. But you know, the Chiefs didn't take advantage, the Ravens fell apart, they got hurt, the Bengals lost the game here or there that they probably should have won. And then we ended up with the Titans up there so they got the one seed the Packers were kind of dominant the whole time so they they got the one seed on that side and now we got the the matchup set so let's kind of run through them Saturday we got Raiders and Bengals Patriots and Bills I think the Bengals are going to destroy the Raiders the game's in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think the Bengals destroy the Raiders. I think you're wrong. I don't know. I don't know about destroying them. I think you're wrong. I, I think he's he's still living off that hype from that last game that the Bengals played. Don't they beat him by more than two possessions. Is what Didn't I mean. the Bengals lose to a sorry ass team this year, like a multiple? Times? No, they did. Okay, yeah. they, they bleed, and I, I think that. It really depends what kind of players we, we come to see. Like, and I think the Bengals are, are a team that gets hot and then goes bad and gets hot and goes bad. And I think they're about to decline. So you're picking the Raiders? Yes. <laughs> I think the Bengals and the Raiders, both, both of these teams, there's an element of unknown here. There's a lot of young players, first time in the playoffs, unproven coaches. In the Raiders' case, a fucking interim coach, right? So there's a lot of unknowns going on here. If we're going by who's just been better, it the Bengals should win the game, right? They should. I mean, Joe Burrow has been really has been on fire lately. Joe Mixon's been been great this year. Jamar Chase is looking like a like a top receiver on his way there. At the very least, uh, I think this could be a fun game. I think there could be a lot of points scored in this game, so that that could be fun. But I, 
there's a lot of unknown here. I don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable picking either team here, to be honest. But I mean, if I'm going to go with just who's better, who should win, I think the Bengals should take care of business in this one. But the rate, we just saw what the Raiders did yesterday. Like they just, I thought the Raiders were done about four different times this year and they keep, they, they keep winning. They keep staying around, hanging around. And we were talking about Derek Carr yesterday. The guy, he's underrated. Like, he is. At this point, it, you, you, you have to say he's underrated because he gets a lot of heat. And, like, he gets clowned a lot. We, I mean, we spoke about it already. So I'm not going to get into it too much more. But, I mean, the, the Raiders are here, bro. <laughs> like, again, I don't know who's going to win this game. But I guess if I had to pick one, I'd go Bengals. But I don't feel good picking either one of these teams. I'm also going Bengals. I think um, just how you said the teams go hot and cold, cold and hot. See, the the the, the Bengals were consistent. Were hot, cold, yep. hot, cold, hot, cold. The Raiders were hot, cold, 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 hot, 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 cold, cold, cold. Yeah, yeah, so, you're right. Bengals so have I'm been hot. Bengals. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. The other Saturday game uh, for the 17th time this year, it's the Patriots against the Bills. I got... <laughs> Wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you, don't, don't before start. you don't Bill, start. here, this guy's already saying Bill Belichick. I know. Okay. Before you say anything, all of us should wait on that pick and see how the weather conditions are because clearly, if it's anything like the first game they played, the you know, obviously, if 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 Josh Allen can't throw the ball, they're not gonna win. It could be perfect sunny skies. Get the fuck out of here. It was perfect sunny skies in Foxborough, and look and look, look what happened. Eight degrees sunny in Buffalo so for Saturday's now. game. I'm going to say it's, okay. it's cold up here in New York this week. Hella cold. It's going to be hella cold. If there is no Brick. snow, if it's, if it's clear with no snow, I have I have my money on the Bucks. It says, it says, uh, I mean, the Bucks on the Bills. On the Bucks. Uh, it says, it says sunny with eight degrees. So, doesn't say anything about snow. What about that wind? Uh, this guy, D'Angelo's over here with the Bill Belichick. Okay, uh, Bill oh, no, Belichick. No, no. Bill Belichick is not on the field. All right, Bill <laughs> Belichick was there yesterday, and they lost to the fucking Dolphins. Why? Because Mac Jones is not good. Enough of this shit of, with Mac Jones already. He's Mac Jones played better than Tua. He's not good. Oh, and Josh Mac, Allen. Mac Jones oh, played better than Tua. Oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones got garbage. Yards. Mac Jones got one oh six. Garbage. One hundred and six yards. Mac one oh six is not good, and Josh Allen is really good. The Bills defense is really good. Mac Jones. Mac Jones gonna get picked off like two or three times, because that's just what he does, and that's what's gonna happen. You want to talk about someone getting killed? You see, I only think Mac the Mac is only gonna get picked if he starts throwing a little bit deep. Um, he got picked six yesterday throwing a three yard pass. Okay, but he was throwing he was throwing towards our best like defenders way. Like no quarterback usually does that. They stay away from that guy. Well, dumb rookie does, and he's a dumb rookie. He's oh, gonna we, throw uh, we, at Tre'Davious White. Get picked off, pick six. Tre'Davious White's a good guy. <laughs> That's the monster. Remember, he came into the NFL at nineteen. He's great. That's all. That, that that's great, but. We now know that when you when you throw through to, to Howard's way to the house, to the house. Hey, just, 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 just to piggyback, 
What is he gonna say? What you are alone because I'm alone here. You are because you've been overrating the Patriots the whole year, and you've been underrating the Bills and Josh Allen the entire year. It's personal for you. It's obvious that it's personal for you. Clearly, they're almost at the same level. Oh my god! How can you? So you're telling me that the Bills and the Patriots are at the same level? Yes. They both. They both have. Quality defense, very good defenses. And if you match them player for player offensively, the Bills got them by a mile and a half. The yeah. only the only difference is just the coaching. Obviously, the Patriots have a better coach. That's about it. That's the that's really like they have better running backs across the board. Okay, okay, I give you that. Better tight end. I don't know about better better tight end. I mean, they hunted I, Henry. I, mean, I like not, Hunter Henry. Not, oh, I, he's he's good, but I think Knox is good too. It just Josh Allen has not been throwing the ball to that guy. I just think it's yeah. gonna be a close game. You guys are. Oh, see now you're backtracking. You see how he he went from the Patriots are winning. Now it's a close game. All right, it's a close so. game. The Patriots win. The okay. the more we talk about it and things start dawning on him, he's like, wait a minute, yeah, he's probably yeah, right. exactly. He's like, oh wait, I'm I'm just hating. <laughs> so Bills win. Bills yeah. win, of course. Right. So Sunday, we got three games on Sunday. We got Eagles at Bucks. Let's just make this easy. The Bucks. All right. Yeah. I don't know. Bucks are winning that I, don't game. Know. I don't know. Eagles. <laughs> Bucks. The I have the Eagles. Bucks winning. I have the, I have the Bucks winning too, but I don't think it's gonna be as easy as as, as you think. There. Eagles. I think I think that Hold Bucks. Up. Why that not? Bucks, that Bucks secondary is so bad. Yeah, and the Eagles might be rolling up in there with Gardner Minshew. And that's why. They better watch out. What? <laughs> no, but wait a minute. Why is Hurts hurt? Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> that's why he didn't play yesterday. He was hurt. Oh. He's dealing with, I think, an ankle, right? His ankle's messed up. Yeah. Well, if he's not going to play, then they're going to Well, lose. it's not a confirmed, like. It's not good for Gardner Minshew. Uh, thank you, Viti, for being a voice of reason and just saying bucks because <laughs> I agree. It's just, it's, I, I don't even need to get into that. All right. The next one is the <clears throat> wow. We should start, in, we should start uh, penalizing people that like cough or clear their throat into the mic <laughs> as punishment. Because no one wants to, no, no one wants to hear that. And if you sneeze, it's like double. All right, now we got – well, this is like a classic 90s matchup, right? Niners at, at Cowboys. Oh, my God. I can't wait for the Cowboys to lose that game. This one's interesting because the Cowboys could could very well lose this game. They should not lose the game. But they – if I'm going to pick an upset at all this week, it's that one. Of course. It's, Damn it's, 49ers, it's, man. It's, it's who they are. And there's 49ers. that element. Yeah, there's that element to it. I have the 49ers. I just, I have, it's just, it's that time of the year for them. So, D'Angelo, you writing back? Zeke. <laughs> because he's been so good this year. Ever since he got that knee brace, he's back to his old self. <laughs> he had a thousand yard year. I'll give him that, but. Yeah, he is talking like he had 600 yards on the bench, chunky. 
he didn't need 18 games to do it, but okay. <laughs> hey, now that we're on the Cowboys topic, I was looking at the whole Trayvon Diggs thing. Yeah. Have you did you uh, take a deep look into his stats? Because it's funny. It, yes, I did. I was this guy yeah, actually sucks. Giving up the most yes. yards. He's like so he's like one of the worst corners in the league, but he leads the league in interceptions. He's, because yeah. because they pick on him. Because they pick on him. Yeah, like yeah, if he if, yeah. if yeah, for sure. It's funny. I throw the ball to your side so many times that I'm gonna make a mistake and throw it to the wrong guy. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he's the one and only player ever in the NFL. Oh, well, not player, but cornerback that has given up at least a thousand yards in every freaking season he's played. You know what? I would have loved. I would love to see him. I would love to see him play his brother, so his brother can fucking slap him up. I, I think Debo Samuel's is gonna take care of that this week. Oh God, Stefan Diggs would destroy Trayvon Diggs in a in a in a heartbeat. He would fucking chew him apart. It's, they're lucky they're in the he's in the other division conference. Is it's the other funny. digs are they all three of them related? The three digs? Yeah. No, the, the yeah. one from Seattle is only, so. only the corners. The the corner and the wide receiver. They're yes. brothers. Stefan and Trayvon. I don't think Quandre Diggs is is related to them. No, no. I could be wrong. So it's but two cowboys during it. I guess I'm gonna pick the Cowboys, but I don't feel good about this one either. <laughs> I really, I really do see a path to the 49ers winning. The only thing is, is I don't, I don't know. And it's just because Fabian Vitti didn't mention it just now, but the Cowboys defense is a little better than, than we usually think of them being. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, that's that's the reason that's kind of the reason why I like the Cowboys haven't had to be haven't had to beat people like 42 to 40. You get me? So I think the Cowboys defense could play well enough against you know a 49ers offense, which with Jimmy Garoppolo in there, they're not bad at all. Debo Samuel is for real. Debo oh, yeah. Samuel is the real fucking deal. He's very yep. good. He's very yep, he's a great, he's an excellent football player. Yeah. Uh, and he could very well, you know, score a couple of touchdowns and have like over 150, it's close to 200 yards and just dominate that way. But I do think the Cowboys defense is a little better and they could win an, uh, they could win an ugly game if they needed to. Uh, I think, I think they, I, they, they could win like a 20 to 17 type game is what I'm saying. Dak throws a pick six to lose the game. That 40, see, we're talking, you're talking about secondaries. The 49er secondary isn't good. That. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Dak will throw a pick six to lose the game <laughs> because something's going to happen where he's going to get nervous. Last, he's, he's about to get tackled, and he just throws it up. And he's going to get picked off, and it's going to be returned for a pick six. Something like that's going to happen. Gonna, this is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo's last game as a 49er. I, I'm not I – I don't feel good about any of these picks, but uh, – about this game. But Zeke is going to fumble twice. Day. Oh God. Zeke, Zeke is gonna fumble twice. He hasn't. He's a fumble machine. He's a fumble. He, hasn't, he, he hasn't fumbled that much. Last year, not this year, year. Before he had issue, but this year he's been taking. He's been taking care. Of, he's taking care of that problem for sure. Yeah, I think Bosa will take care of his ass. Bosa, he's an animal. Obviously, they have to plan for that guy. Yeah. The next game Sunday is Pittsburgh at Kansas City. This is easy. My black Jeez. and yellow. 
is gonna go in there and shut them the fuck down. That's what's okay. gonna happen. So the Chiefs so, by like the Chiefs by like twenty five, right? It's a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <but> no, <laughs> it's a possibility. This but. is the one that you don't even gotta talk. This next one. What do you mean? <laughs> They're, the Steelers could win this game, bro. Oh God. It's a, no. it's gonna be a defensive game. It's the game I'm least looking forward to all weekend. The Steelers have to play like a perfect defensive game. Listen, because they're this, not gonna score. This the Steelers and Chiefs are two of the teams that are part of that triangle between Steelers, Chiefs, and Patriots. Patriots beat the Steelers, Steelers beat the Chiefs, Chiefs beat the Patriots. So right now, if you look at that, the uh, the Steelers are should win. But I think Kansas City will take care of it. The Steelers should win. I like if that. you go by that. The Steelers didn't even on, get in. Barely got based in. Based on taking turns. Oh, we got in. You see, and that you see the the the, the Chiefs oh. were hoping. Oh, he said for we. No, no, nobody was hoping for a tie more than the Chiefs. I we. wanted the tie. Shut the fuck up. A tie won't look good on you. <laughs> that was good. A tie. Why would you want a tie? Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I would have. I would have minded the tie if it would have been just an agreement. <laughs> which, mind you, the Raiders was gonna give them the tie. But the Chargers shitty yeah. ass coach yeah. have to call timeout, but whatever. Um, the but the Steelers are gonna go in there, and I think the Steelers are gonna take care of business. Next yeah, one. Uh, I got the Chiefs <laughs> beating them by like twenty. Same. Um, this on paper might be the best game of the week: Cardinals at Rams. Man. The same thing that happens with the Patriots and Bills applies here, which is. You have to throw in that added element of a division game, division yeah, opponent, because right. that shit, like, so much logic does not apply to division games most of the time. Weird shit always happens in divisional games. And now you got two really good teams. I don't care. Nah, doubt. You heard that? Yes. Damn. <laughs> I thought I got away with it. Uh, you got two really good teams on top of the fact that they're division rivals in this one. Uh, I just think the Cardinals have lost too much. I think they're they're a little broken down, and the Rams, the Rams should beat them. I think the Rams will win. Will beat them. Agree. The Rams, <clears throat> the Rams win in overtime. I think that um, I'll give you a touch. You could choke yourself. <laughs> Everything you said today. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think the Rams are going to win as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's the Cardinals. Hopkins is out. Inconsistent running game. Kyler Murray isn't a hundred percent. That defense can't stop the run. I, they just that team fell apart a little bit towards the end of the year, and I, 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 they just don't really instill too much confidence in me. And I think the Rams should beat them, even though it is Matthew Stafford. He's liable to throw for three, three or four picks. Matthew Stafford usually around the end of but, the year kind of starts sucking ass. So, you know, he he could throw three. He could have a really bad game. And you, who knows what happens? But yeah, that, that's why if, I hate. That's why I hate Matthew Stafford. Like people hype him up so much, and he's a, he's a, you know, he's a good, he's great. Exactly, I hate people like you. And it's like, and, and it's like he's great. And it's like, okay, what accomplishments does he have? I take oh, him over Big Ben. 
No, no, no. That, what accomplishment does he have? That's not an accomplishment. Uh, he has given the top two most receiving yards in the NFL history. Well, he I gave mean, you Megatron. And he, he gave no, you Cooper. He Cup. didn't give me Megatron. Don't, don't you dare disrespect Megatron like that. All right, and, Cooper Cup, and I'm I'm sorry to tell you, I don't want to hear shit about players breaking records in the 18th game. I don't want to hear shit. Oh, about no, 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 don't don't say that. Don't say that. Waddle Waddle broke a record. I don't want to hear about that game. shit either. It's just I don't want to hear about it. Like we have the these guys the that did normal. it in less games. That's the new normal. Even even what JJ Watt tied the record. I'm like, okay, fine. The only reason I might give JJ Watt a little bit of credit is because he missed two games. But had I'm he not speaking two, on the Watt brothers. Had had he has had Watt missed two games on a regular season, he would not have made it. I've said all like I've, it's not Michael Strahan's fault that he was healthy. I've said all I've had to say about the Watt brothers. I know you love at, them, bro. At some point. So I'm gonna leave that comment alone. <laughs> but today was Black Monday. Is, is there yeah, that's what it's called, right? I was about to ask. Yeah. It's called Black Monday. Yeah. Uh, NFL f- coaches start getting fired the Monday after the season ends. Uh, I don't think any of them were a surprise when you look at when you look at the Bears, the Broncos. We knew the Jags. The Raiders are going to need a coach. The Vikings. The Bears. The Vikings. Sorry. Yeah, n- not too many surprises. The Lions uh, but, kept their kneecap by the by What you mean? He, he should get another. I, I would give him another one. That team played. That, that was like the best three and 13 MCDC. team ever. That, that team. You, you know what I want? Do you know why you guys are saying this? Because you know that team had a heart. And the other ones didn't. They were fun. They, they were fun. You, they play hard for MCDC. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what we call them. What do they call them? MCDC. 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 Why? Man Campbell. Motor City Dan Campbell. (laughs) 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 So let me let me get to where I was going, which was the one surprising move. It was surprising. Was Brian Flores was let go today. Yes, it's surprising. That, that one was surprising. I thought I'm he shocked. saved himself. And it's been met with like a whole bunch of the different... Me- the yeah, media is bashing us. Yeah, some of the players, like uh, Nick Needham tweeted out that he was sick. Udonis Haslam, the OG, did not like the move. <laughs> Udonis Haslam got something to say about it. Then, you know, you know that shit was real. Uh, yeah, the media reaction has been pretty anti-Dolphins, anti-Steven Ross. And, you know, it's uh, it was surprising. So I will get I will go to our and he's he's being vocal, surprisingly, D'Angelo here, uh, our eternal optimist. You didn't like the move, huh? I don't like the move, but I can understand it if one thing happens. But at the moment, I don't like the move. It doesn't make sense. What one what thing happened? Yeah. Well, first, before it happens, I got to make a announcement. 
If anyone in the Miami Dolphins organization watches this, please, <laughs> please do not give Matt Nagy a job anywhere in the building <laughs> or I will buy sideline tickets and spit on him. <laughs> I do not want to hear his name come up ever for a Dolphins opening. But <clears throat> the only way this move makes sense and what my source told me is going to happen was my source. Yeah, this one's reliable, unlike the Fox person. <laughs> so he told me the scoop is this is all for Deshaun Watson. That we are going to get Eric Bieniemy because that was his number one option. In Rob, you're, you're the second person to tell me this today. Keep going. He's it's confirmed uh it's uh he's... deshaun wanted him as the houston coach they said no and he got pissed and that was the final straw and steven ross has had a hard on for deshaun for years so he says you know what we're gonna get whatever deshaun wants from now even though he's not even in our jersey that's it so we're basically i think this going... is where this is heading so yeah we're some you know today i was talking to um to to some guy and he was like you watch football I'm like yeah he's like I think we're going after Watson with but the, with the firing of Flores we're going after Watson I'm like how do you figure that he's like we're gonna get the coach that Watson wants which is the the guy from the from Kansas City and I was like yeah I'm like I didn't know that Deshaun and him like wanted to play together he's mm -hmm. like he's like they do he goes and the Dolphins are setting up for that and I was like damn so. Just not to like burst anyone's bubble, but Eric Bieniemy is interviewing with the Denver Broncos for their head coaching job. Listen, I don't know what <laughs> custodian from Hard Rock Stadium you've been talking to, okay? But they're not gonna like uh, that you said that. I don't care. I was trying to be polite by calling him a custodian, but I'll, go, I'll downgrade him to janitor. Okay. But I mean, you weren't here yesterday when we were talking about it. Deshaun Watson is not coming to Miami. He's not. Why not? Like I said, your boy who effed up pretty bad this year. Baker oh, Mayfield. brother. It's not, not being the Cleveland Browns. And Deshaun Watson is heading that way. Deshaun Watson is heading. There's reports of them stepping up already. You're talking about you're talking about a custodian. We're talking about here, you know, real stuff. Reports coming out from the camps. Okay? They have stepped up. And they are considered one of the top teams to take them. Look it up for yourself. Okay? Don't text nobody. Look it up. Yes. But Watson doesn't want to All go. Right. Deshaun Watson. For Watson. Watson Deshaun doesn't want Watson. to go to Cleveland. No, you don't have to tell us. All right, fine. You can tell us the source. Break the news right here. He's going to tell us the source. Or we're, we're not going to know who it is. <laughs> oh, Lord. Break the news. I mean, I mean, did you read what I just uh, showed you guys? Did you, read, yeah. did you guys read that? This is an actual That's report. Okay, this is an actual report printed. You like showing the stuff from the onion. <laughs> this is Sports Illustrated, you jackass. What are you saying it's hard. <laughs> it's the onion. 
Only onion thing I like is onion booties, but okay. Oh, this man said the onion. Okay, so where's your? <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so the the re- the report that Viti was talking about said that Flores was let go because of his poor relationship with Tua and with Chris Greer. Which, by the way. How Chris Greer survived this day and Brian Flores did not. Yo, Chris Greer's got to have like some sort of blackmail on uh on Stephen Ross because this is hey. I, I don't understand what's going on there. But when the news came out, I did tell y'all. I was surprised that it happened, but I wasn't upset. This Flores has not been able in these three years to get the offensive coordinator situation set. He keeps firing guys after one year. He fired one guy, brought in a fucking fossil, Chan Gailey, and then gave the job to two guys that have never called plays before in their life. Right? Does that. Then he keeps with the Tua and Fitzpatrick thing. I don't know what his deal is. Whether or not Tua is, uh, you know, going to be great or whatever, that's not the point. The point is the team decided that two was going to is the guy that that was the guy that they were going to invest in. And the coach did not do anything to help make sure that investment was successful. He like, it seemed like he was actively working against Tua, honestly, at times. That's how it seemed. They lost seven games in a row, seven games in a row. How many times? Did we last year when he kept putting Fitzpatrick in like a, as a relief pitch? We were like, what the fuck's he doing? This year, every time it was fourth and one, he was putting in Brissett. For what? What are you doing? Like when when it when he did it with Fitzpatrick and they won the game, we were like, oh, maybe he figured something out. No, he's just an asshole. And it it didn't work out. It was dumb. And he was doing it again this year. It was dumb. They lost seven games in a row. All right. And they lost three or about three or four of those games. They should have won. Part of it, Tua wasn't even there. Part of it was on Flores. The defense was unprepared, giving up stupid plays. Jacoby Brissett was a mess, right? Then the talent evaluation. There's always been a question about who's picking who in these drafts, right? Tua, whatever. We we don't know what's going on there, but he no one's really blamed him for that pick because. It was Tua or Herbert, whatever. But Austin Jackson, Noah Igbenogene, and the reports were that Chris Greer preferred Jonathan Taylor over Noah Igbenogene, and Brian Flores insisted on Noah. And what's Noah doing? Playing special teams, right? The, drafting the fourth fucking tight end this year. Draft, like, I don't understand. It, it's, there's, there's a question about who's making the picks there. Well, if it's Flores, what are you doing? You're you're hit. You're like shooting fifty percent, which usually you'd be happy with that, but not when you have this many first round picks. Yeah. Right. And then third was his relationship. Now we're seeing. Now it's coming out with, with Chris Greer. Chris Greer and him were like tied at the hip. That's why I was surprised to see one of them make it and the other one not make it. Right. Even still, Chris Greer, I mean, 
he's the one that hired Flores. He's the one that is making these decisions that I just highlighted that he's part of the decision-making process that for these things we just highlighted that haven't worked out for them. And you're trusting him to find the coach and to keep picking players. That part doesn't make sense to me. The it's Stephen funny. Ross. Yeah. It's funny because he, he, before he was a general manager, he was an actual scout, a recruiter. That was his job. So he sucked at his job for a long, long time. Yet Stephen Ross promoted him to general manager. So that goes to show you it, it, it's a, it's a, it's not a bad apple. It's a bad tree. Yeah. The Dolphins are a mess, bro. They're a disaster. Five years yesterday, we were talking about the Raiders. He was calling the Raiders a disaster. Chargers. The Dolphins are a disaster. They don't know what they're doing. Because if you want to tell me there's some grand scheme here to get whoever, uh, I mean, you can say that. I don't believe you because in my 27 years on this earth and the 20 years of paying attention to the Dolphins, not a single damn thing that you've done has made any sense. So I'm not going to all of a sudden assume that you're going to make sense now. What's their plan here? What, what is the plan? Deshaun Watson? Really? That's your plan? You're going to give up a bunch of picks for this guy that of questionable character, to say the least? That you're going to you're going to give up picks, something. all that stuff? Right? Who are you going to do? You're going to get Eric B. Enemy? Okay, cool. So what? Chris Greer is still picking, still picking players. Yeah. You're gonna go get Jim Harbaugh. That's great. Jim Harbaugh's a crazy person. Like I don't, I don't know the plan. I don't, I don't know what they're doing. He didn't make it to a Super Bowl. <sighs> he did. <laughs> You're like shit. So what I just sent you guys was what a lot of people what, made the Super Bowl once though. So. <laughs> what I just sent you guys is what one analyst says is gonna happen. The trade is gonna happen. I think there's way too much to give up. So you let you guys look it over and then you guys can tell me what you think. Three first so round picks, three first round picks, one second a third, a fourth, and a sixth for Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks. I mean, this is, I mean, this looks like where they're heading though, right? I mean, with with Stephen Ross calling, calling the shots, it seems like that's the path they're heading. But if you think about it, okay, the the other report that I just showed you, but that, 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 Okay. That trade doesn't have two on it. They they said they don't want two. They, they they've said that for a while. But now if, what if, I'm saying is, if that's the case, I'll do that and I'll trade and I'll trade Tua to to. You're, you're not getting much for Tua. I'm telling you that right off the bat. You crazy? You won't get much for Tua. We can we can get a we can get a a, a solid as fuck lineman or a nice running back for Tua. You're gonna get a pick for Tua. You're not gonna get a player. And I'm talking probably like a second and third round pick. You're not getting a first. Crazy. You will not. It's the truth. You're not gonna get a first rounder. He he yeah he got drafted first round, but you won't you won't get that. And then what you were saying there, and I don't think they're gonna go that route of their Sean Watson because if the report is 
accurate that they fired Flores because of the relationship with Tua and Greer? Why not just get rid of Tua and Greer? I mean, uh, Tua. Exactly. That was going to be my follow-up. That was going to be my follow-up because we spoke yesterday was it Tua's last game, right? But we were all assuming Flores was still there. Mm -hmm. was still going to be there. Now, with Flores gone, a lot of reports are saying this doesn't mean Tua safe. But, I mean, there has to increase the chances that, of him being safe, right? Because yeah, it, it, seems, it, it seems like more the more that comes out, it seems like Chris Greer likes Tua, right? And Steven Ross, yeah, he wants Deshaun Watson, but he's doesn't seem it, – it's never been reported that he – is like adamantly against Tua. It's always the reports have always been that it's Brian Flores that had an issue with him. Yeah, with these three guys kind of went different ways. Greer liked Tua, you know, Ross had like Watson, and then there was reports that said that Flores liked Herbert. So they were just all over the place in this shit. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, listen, you guys. The, the, this has been the Dolphins' problem. This is part of their problem. Like, you have to, at the very least, like, show a united front, right? This thing about this one likes that one, that one likes the other one, and the coach likes someone else. Like, what the fuck is that? No. Like, at least publicly, you all need to be on the same page, right? And then even if there's a disagreement about which way to go, so let's, let's just boil it down to the draft here. Let's say it was Tua versus Herbert, right? Whatever the decision was, the decision was obvious. It came came out to be Tua. All right. Now, at this point, if you didn't like it, shut the fuck up. Grow the, grow the fuck up and put this guy in a position to do well. Right? And Flores, it has seemed from the very beginning that he was just not interested in putting this kid in a position to do well. That's why I'm not surprised. I'm also not unha- unhappy about it. Uh, I know people like Flores is very likable, right? I-, I get that part. I know the team plays hard. When he tried to fight the Cincinnati Bengals sideline last year, that was amazing, right? Everyone loved that shit. Yeah. But, I mean, if you look at some of the things that have been going on, the offensive coordinator situation, the Tua situation, and some of the decision making in terms of like the picks, your game, the, how unprepared they look. I forgot to mention this part. This morning, when it came out, I said the last two seasons they have had a chance to make the playoffs if they won a game. And what did they do in those two games? They lost like fifty-five to twenty last year to Buffalo, and then they went and got their ass beat thirty-four to three by the Titans this year. Like that leaves a bad taste in your mouth, right? They. Two years in a row, they had a chance to win and make the playoffs, and they got their ass beat both times. Yep. It wasn't even close. You take all of that into account, I mean, this, this shit, like, it's cold out there, right? It's a cold world out there. That's how this shit works. I will say this, because um, I, I, I sense th- this is where it might be going. You're, there's going to be a conversation, as there is every year, about the lack of black head coaches in the NFL. And I think Flores is about to be used as an example because you're going to get some people saying, and it might be true that if, you know, there's a lot of white head coaches that have done worse, done less, 
Yes. And we're given and we're given another chance. Yes. Right. Right. That the whole argument is that the black head coaches get a shorter leash. This, yeah, I guess you could point to this example, but I just think there was too much going on, uh, too many negatives here. And I think that the I don't understand why they kept Greer. If we're but if that's the way you were gonna go, then you should have just got rid of him too. But if you're gonna keep one, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, just like for the Dolphins' sake, hopefully it's someone that Greer you know, just sees more eye to eye with, and they have, they have a more united like vision for the team. Yeah. But, and we'll see, like I said, nothing about this, this team in my entire experience following them gives me any kind of confidence to believe that they're going to do the right thing. This is just so heartbreaking, bro. Hearing like, hearing you talk like that, like, it's like getting it all, like getting that truth to your face. And it's and it's like shit, man. Like, do we suck that bad? I just want to win, bro. I just I just want to fucking win. I, I wanna, know. I want to make the playoffs. I want to go. It'd I want to be nice. I I I want to have that feeling. I've never had that feeling. I've had more enjoyment watching the Marlins. Yes. The Marlins have won two championships in my lifetime, and then he that, have won three. That that feeling is amazing, and and it's one of those things that is, it's like shit, man. Like oh. I, I want that feeling. And I want it from oh, the Dolphins. I don't want it from the I don't want it from any other. I want it from the goddamn Dolphins. Listen, bro, I want that feeling ASAP. So after the season's over, Super Bowl's over, let's go, Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> They're still in second place, bro. Yo, the heat. And uh they they the they, they, they they match their win record gets too close to their loss records at some points. I don't like that. Yeah, it was like yeah, last week they, they were, were like 22 and 19 the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, shit. they were like two or three. Ooh. The heat, the heat. no, they're not. The heat are 25 and 15. No, but uh, like a week ago, they were not, they were like close to 500. The heat, no, nah, the heat are 10 games over 500. They've been there for most of the time, and they're doing this without Bam and without Jimmy. They beat the best team, they, they beat like the second best record in the NBA the other day. They destroyed them. Without Bam and without Jimmy there. Destroyed who? Oh, the, the, the Suns. Now, this see that game. Fuck that team. I don't like I don't know, man. The, the Heat are nice. Let's see, bro. But, yeah, it Miami Miami is a basketball and hockey town until further notice. <laughs> Dude, actually, they're back in first place, the Panthers. <laughs> first place is the Panthers and the second place, Tampa Bay. Who would have thought the hottest state has the best two hockey teams? 